Hi everyone, welcome to the Beat the Buzzer podcast where Javi and I discuss the awesome NBA topics in under 15 minutes. On this episode, we're going to be discussing this past season, which was the longest season in NBA history due to COVID, and how the Los Angeles Lakers were crowned as NBA champions after beating the Miami Heat in six games. We're also going to discuss what to expect for next season and who we see as the potential title contenders in the 2021 NBA season. Ladies and gentlemen, the NBA season has ended. And for basketball fans, this is very sad because we're going to be bored at night. But um, we're here to talk a little bit about what happened this season, a very eventful and strange season, and what we're looking forward to see this offseason and moving forward into next season. So to start, we can give a, a quick summary of, you know, cool things that happened this year, kind of like what happened this year. So the year started out as a very normal year that I don't think anyone would have thought would end and at a bubble in Disney. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's really strange. And a bunch of teams formed, there were a bunch of new teams this year, like the Lakers got, Anthony Davis, the Clippers got Kawhi and Paul George, the Heat got Jimmy Butler, and we we saw how that turned out. Um, the Brooklyn Nets got Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Um, the Pelicans got Zion, and Ingram was their most improved player. So let's see how that turns out. But it's a, it was a year that was supposed to be very promising, and you know, COVID hit, and the league stopped for a couple months, and then the league really made a great plan and they started a bubble Disney, which turned out to be amazing props to the NBA administration. The only league that has done it a hundred percent successfully. Do you have anything to say about that? Noah? Yeah, it was really a season that defied the odds going in. It was kind of proclaimed as going to be one of the most competitive seasons in recent existence over the past, maybe 10 years, just because, Instead of having these big threes or big four teams, it was really going to be a bunch of different teams with these dynamic duos. You look at it, the way the season ended, it really showed that. You had the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo as their main two players. And then you had the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It did turn into the LeBron-Jimmy duel, and the Lakers came out with the win. But it really was a great season, and I think it ended better than anyone could have expected with once COVID hit, I know I personally thought that they're not finishing the season, that there's no way that they can do this successfully and props to the NBA because they did it. No, like, honestly, to all the haters that say, oh, the ratings were lower, I don't give a shit. The NBA did a terrific job at, you know, creating a bubble and having no – no cases of COVID in nearly three months, which is really impressive. And I want to talk a little bit about the NBA finals, which um, your heat were in. You didn't expect that and it happened. So that that's really awesome. Do you want to talk a little bit about that series about what you thought, how the season ended? Yeah. 
yeah, let's let's talk about it. Yeah, so I would like to point out on our on our one of our earlier episodes, I did make the correct prediction that the Lakers would win the NBA Finals. That's one win for me, even though my Miami Heat team lost because Javi was wrong. But uh, no, I mean, when looking at this Finals, it was really more than anyone thought it could be. A lot of people going in were like, okay, this Miami Heat team has been really impressive, but is it a fluke? Do they even really deserve to be in these finals? And then after the first game where it was a blowout, people started to say, hey, these Miami Heat, they do not belong. We should have had the Bucks in there. We should have had the Celts in there, whatever. But the Miami Heat, they were very injured. I, I like people to remember that, even though the Lakers completely deserved the championship, that it kind of it did affect how they played. And you always wish that both teams could have been fully healthy to see a great matchup. But what ended up happening was Jimmy Butler – Stepped up to the stage as a superstar for the first time, I believe, in his career. He showed he is a superstar. Not just a star, not just a leader of a great team, but a superstar with how he performed in games three and five. And that's what made it a great series. LeBron played amazing. Anthony Davis had a, some really great moments, even though he was injured. But it really turned into an unbelievable finals and one that I think everyone's going to remember for many reasons. Yeah. You touched on some very key points. Today, I am ready to say Jimmy Butler is a top 10 player in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I would take out of my top 10. But in terms of bringing championship equity to your team and making them a good contender, I don't know what else he has to prove. He just made a team that is not star-studded. It's a team of young players who just play well together. He just took them to the finals, and he had some great games against the Lakers, who have a better team than the Heat all the way around down the roster. So that's really impressive. I think the person who most benefited from this bubble was Jimmy Butler. He's more well-respected. Like The change in respect that he got in this bubble was more than any other player in the league. It ended up being a very influential finals in terms of players legacy. I mean, Anthony Davis now is a ring. He leads him more down to the path of being one of the greatest big men the NBA has ever seen. You have Jimmy Butler who improved his legacy, as you said, improved the respect that he receives in the league. And that's going to be important for the Miami Heat going forward, along with the experience that young players such as Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero were able to obtain. And then lastly, And probably most importantly, honestly, is LeBron James gets another ring to the collection. He's the first player to win three finals MVPs in three different teams. That's amazing. And I think that we're going to have another conversation down the line of who really the GOAT is. And I think he just sort of brought himself up another level in, in the conversation. I would like to lead into that, that I discussed that the Miami Heat, they were able to develop some of their young players, and it's going to be very important for the next NBA season in terms of what we see as the best players on both sides of the equation, the Western and the Eastern Conference. So let me ask you, Javi, who are you seeing as the teams at the top of the West and the teams at the top of the East, specifically your top two? Yeah, for next season, that's really interesting question. I think let's talk about the West first. That's because the Lakers just won. Um, I think the Lakers are going to be there next year. Um, They're a great team. Anthony Davis is going to re-sign there, even though he's a free agent right now. They're going to be there unless something very bad happens, a bad injury. And I'm ready to say it. 
I'm ready to say that the Dallas Mavericks are going to be a top two team in the West next year, not in four years, next year. And Luka Doncic is going to win the MVP next year. And that's, that's why they're going to be there. They're going to add some key pieces, some key role players. And Luka is going to win the MVP and take his team to uh, the top two teams in the West. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. And I, I honestly do agree. I'm going to go right now and say Lakers, Mavs as top two teams. I think the Lakers are sort of a step above everyone else. Like you have to look at the Clippers might blow it up and the Warriors haven't been there in a couple of years, which would be the other two teams I would consider. And maybe the Rockets who are probably going to blow it up. But I will say right now, I think with the player as great as Luka Doncic is, it's, there's a time to take the next step. And I think the time is now. And I think they're going to be a top two team in the West. I agree with you. I think we can't leave the Nuggets out of this conversation just because they just made the conference finals and they're a young team. So I like, I don't see them going backwards. So I'm not the biggest fan of that team in terms of like, I don't really see their value very concretely, but you know, they just made it and I, I'm, I have to put them up there. Mm. So, so that'll be very interesting to see where that goes, but yeah, let's move on to the East. Um, who do you think are going to be the top teams next year in the East? Yeah, I think, and honestly, I think the Heat are going to be at the top again. I think that they've seen what this team can do. They've looked at their players and they've gotten to see players just as young as Tyler Hero be, see how they can perform in the finals, and they're going to be able to improve upon this. They're going to make some lateral moves, maybe some key free agency pickups to be able to improve upon what they had, which was already a finals team. And I think that will lead them right back to the top. I think they just, as a team, are coaching-wise, just the young stars they have surrounded by Jimmy Butler, I think it's really going to take them as the top seed. I think a couple other teams to consider are really going to be, I think personally, the next two teams in line would be the Bucks and the Celtics. But I know you disagree on that. I think you think there's another team that should be maybe above all of those. But I think hopefully Giannis will take that step to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe – Tatum will take that step. I, I'm really not sure. Yeah. I'm really eager to see what will happen in the East. Like, it's so hard for me to tell you right now because you have the Heat who just made the finals. They just beat the Bucks, But you also have some teams that we're not even mentioning, like the 76ers, who starting this season were actually, like, favorites to win the East – by a lot of analysts and Ben Simmons got injured. They weren't as good as people thought, but I'm curious to see how that turns out. Obviously the bucks, they're an amazing team. The heat seemed to like figure out what works against the bucks, but they're an NBA professional team. They will work it out and like they'll come stronger next year. I don't know if it's enough to win, but um, having said that, the team I have winning the East next year are the Brooklyn Nets. Um, not not much to say there. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are two amazing offensive players that are also experienced and know how to win games. So I see them on top, and let's let's see what happens. But the East is going to be amazing. Yeah, I. I think it's a bold take. All I'll say is I have the guts. Heat in five. Heat are, heat are running that back. Let's let's get it. Let's let's get it. I, I'm looking forward to this next season. I think the offseason is going to be 
very interesting and telling for many teams. We'll see if a couple key players who have been discussed in trades in the past few months will actually be moved. And I'm interested to see when Adam Silver decides that it's time to bring the NBA back because we don't know. For the first time ever, we don't know when the NBA season is actually going to start. It could start in December, but like it most likely is going to start probably closer to March. So yeah, that's what I'll say to that. Yeah, I, I'm excited for the offseason. Free agency this year is not the greatest. Um, I think Anthony Davis is the best player, and he's definitely going to resign. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be more of a free agency type that a lot of role players fill up teams that are that become contenders because of that. But it's not going to be a very exciting one and like breaking news. But I think a couple of teams are going to make some key trades and some maybe staff changes are going to be nice. So that that's exciting. And I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's going to be starting the NBA next year is probably going to start at like, probably in like March because if the free agency is going to start like in December, then it can't be much earlier than that. So we'll see how that goes. But next season, very exciting. Bold take. Next season is going to be the best season in NBA history if all teams are healthy. There are just too many good teams. As we mentioned, we can't even tell you the top teams in each conference. So um, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you have not already, please subscribe to our podcast and follow our Instagram page at beatthebuzzer underscore podcast. Have an amazing day. Have a good one, everyone. And don't forget, go heat.